All right, welcome to the show, everybody. Today we have another special interview for you from Coleman, Wisconsin, multi-time state champ track star, Josh Pilleth. There goes that man's Joshua. <laughs> oh my God, did you see that? <laughs> America's team? Yeah, right. Oh baby, it's a big day in sports. There's nothing like battling it out with your teammates all season long to go win a championship. Green Bay's got it this year. Huge move for him. I think it's going to be a game changer. We have a lot to talk about this busy week in the sports world. Welcome to the In a League of Their Own podcast. How's it going, man? Pretty good. Yeah, glad to have you on here. So just to kind of kick things off here, um, just tell us a little bit about your background, where you're from, and uh, yeah, we'll just start with that. All right, well, Josh Pilleth, uh I went to high school in Coleman, Wisconsin, and uh, just basically, I guess, track and field's my big thing, you know, that's why I'm here, but uh, yeah, I just started off in that in middle school, and it just kind of got better from there, and I competed at the Division One level, and and yeah, pretty much. So, like you said, track is kind of where you started. At what point, I guess, growing up, did you realize, okay, I got something going here. This could turn into something. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Well, obviously, at Coleman, we were wrestlers, and that's what you know. I'm six foot eight, and I wrestled because that's what you have to do. And I was pretty serious about that. I was serious about football. Um, but track and field, always middle school, and then freshman year in high school, I was never serious about it. You know, it's kind of just go to practice and kind of fuck off the whole time. You know what I mean? And, uh, but yeah, my sophomore, I kind of, you know, um, I just realized like, hey, I'm pretty damn good. And, you know, I started taking it a little bit more seriously and just went, went from there and did some big things. Um, I guess one thing, it's not really a question, but I guess something, obviously, kind of growing up with you and your brother in your backyard you guys had your little slab of concrete and you made like a throwing circle and stuff with it and you make goal posts and stuff um obviously having stuff like that especially growing up where we did do you think that kind of I guess gave you an advantage in health compared to some people who literally all they could do is go to practice after school and that's all they had whereas you and CJ and sometimes I'd come over and we'd mess around in the backyard yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, that was that was a help, I'd say, for you and CJ for sure. And you guys were were just throwers for this part. Um, but for me, I guess you know, I'm hurdler, high jump. I'm a multi, but my hurdles is my best event. But I think having that that uh, in the backyard there to to kind of talk disc with you boys, I think that's how I kind of got good at discus because I'm. I'm long, but I'm not. I'm not built like you guys in the way, and I'm not. I'm not too big that that I should be good at discus. But I think having that that asset, I'd say, definitely made it better. You know, gave us the advantage. Yeah. So kind of, I guess, sticking with kind of the high school. Um, you said about sophomore years where you kind of things took off for you, where you kind of realized, okay, this could be something. Um, kind of getting closer to junior senior year what kind of when did like the college offers start coming in to where you realized hey I'm going to take this to the next level yeah so I guess after after the state meet my sophomore year be your senior year there I took third in the high jump um 
And I, I was getting a couple letters here and there from a couple D3 schools, um, YX schools mostly. And, you know, I kind of just, just brushed those off. I mean, I was pretty excited about them, but, you know, I knew that was, it was early. And then after my junior year, when I won two events, scored 34 points eight, and just basically went off. I was the Wisconsin track athlete of the year first or second D3 athlete to ever do it. Um, that's when everything started rolling in. Um, D1 offer after D1 offer. And, and at that point, uh, you know, I was kind of starstruck, didn't really know what to do. That's why, I mean, I had some big off. Um, Wisconsin was, was the main one. They were, but, you know, I guess just going right to why I chose North from the offers is just, like I said, I was starstruck. I didn't, when I was, I was, when I went to North Dakota to visit, I was just comfortable with the place. It's like a small town feel and that's just where I'm from, but that's why I chose there. Yeah. Pretty much after my junior year is when all the big offers started coming in where I really started seriously. And then you said you were a multi-event um, athlete. What events did you all do? Um, well, in, I just I did the 110 hurdles, 300 hurdles, discus, and high jump. College, uh, I did. Oh, it's going to be a long list. 100-meter uh, long jump, high jump, shot put, pole vault, javelin, the mile, 400-meter. Um, so there's some other ones, but yeah. So in college, is it a little bit different than in high school where they kind of throw you in whatever event they think you're going to do good at? Is it that type of thing where you got to being, especially you, how you did multiple in high school, you, you were that utility guy. So you had to probably make sure you were practicing every, every single event and being sharp on everything all the time. Is that, would that be accurate to say that? Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, as a multi it's it's a full-time job honestly you know you're you're also that's a event specialist they come in the practice for about an hour and they they get out with me you know especially at North Dakota I, I was in the training room six hours every day so it's definitely a job but so kind of sticking with the amount of events you've done what's your favorite event that you like to do and what's your least favorite being a decathlete out of the 10 that you have to do, which one are you like, do you look forward to doing it? Which one are you just like, Oh, let's get this out of the way and move on to the next. Yeah. Geez. Uh, um, obvious. I love the hurdles. Um, I get, especially in a multi standpoint, uh, you know, when I'm competing against other multis, um, I love the hurdles cause I basically kick their ass in it even at the division one level. Um, you know, as the 10th event rolls around the 15th, that's definitely my least favorite. Um, I think that's the one I did as a multi, I'm a very big person. Um, so especially now, you know, I'm six foot eight, 215 pounds and I'm mile against, you know, these smaller guys. I'm just not good at it. I hate it, but my favorite for sure. Yeah, I know kind of, I mean, doing other sports with you, like conditioning for wrestling, just being on the football field, it was just like your strides were like three of mine, or it's just like, like try to keep up with you and stuff. So it's like, I guess 1500 meters, like basically being a mile, it, uh, 
it's probably not fun to do regardless, but it's just like at the same time being as tall as you are, you're probably exerting a lot less energy than some of these guys that gotta go go to town and try to take it what three steps to one of yours. So um yeah, I just yeah. wanna throw that in there. <laughs> so then you get to North Dakota. Um what is what's the atmosphere like there on campus? Do the track athletes get are they are you guys like popular on campus? Do does do like people know who you are, or are you guys like one of the sports that kind of is in the shadows of like the hockey team and stuff like that? Yeah, um, we're definitely we were in the shadows of the hockey team. I mean, UND hockey is is the best in the nation. Um, and then, but just just the fact you know walking around every day in your your track apparel and your backpack with the tags on it. You definitely look up to by everyone on campus, no matter what sport you're in, unless you're tennis or golf or some something like that. But, but, uh, yeah, I mean, just I guess just being in a sport there kind of raises your popularity, your your level in that. Um, but but yeah, I'd say we're definitely looked down on to hockey there. Everything is so they're they're famous people. Yes, yes, they are. Uh, did you get a chance to go to the Ralph Engelstead at all and catch a game? Yeah, I, I went there quite a bit. Um, you know, we got a, we still had to pay as students because of how much of a big deal it is. We got a discount, but uh, yeah, it's def- I definitely uh, went to a couple games. And now that I'm now that I'm 21, I love going to games because you, you hit up downtown after, and it's pretty wild. So, so um, kind of against you said. So you went to North Dakota, kind of taking I guess a little bit of a step back when you're getting a all these D1 offers in what other schools did you get offers from? And I guess, which ones, if North Dakota didn't work out the way it did, what, what other schools would you have ended up at? Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I got letters from, from Wisconsin, a couple SEC schools, Oregon, uh, Stanford grades weren't good enough for there, but, uh, but basically my top three were, was Wisconsin, North Dakota and South Alabama. Um, which is Sunbelt Conference. Um, they were recruiting me for, uh, for punting and track and field. So I could have played football there too. Um, but yeah, I just, it really narrowed down to Wisconsin and North Dakota. I just, like I said, I love the small town feel of North Dakota um, compared to compared to Madison. I think that's the reason why I didn't go there is because I was just kind of scared of the big, the big city thing, especially from, you know, coming from where I'm from. That's just overwhelming, but yeah, North Dakota's got a nice campus out there. I've I've been there when I was a kid. I was at, went to a hockey camp out there in North Dakota and got to experience the whole type of thing. It really is uh, gives you that small type of community feel where you almost like seems like you know everyone or you've seen everyone before where it's not like oh my god there's so many people I don't know where you know it's like you said it's not that overwhelming feeling I feel like just based off of how the buildings were set up and all that type of stuff it seemed like it was a really kind of close-knit uh university yeah for sure and it's it's relaxed and uh they just had a lot a lot of nice stuff there honestly and the people are nice and I just kind of fell in love with the place, honestly, because of that. So then you talk about downtown. You got any stories uh, where you went out and got after it? Uh, I mean, not so much in, in North Dakota. Uh, 
you know, I've gone downtown there. Joe Black's is a big bar there, which took second or third in the Barstool Best Bar like two years in a row now. Um, very popular. Um, but yeah, I just basically I just got out with my buddies there, uh, old track teammates, and you know, we have some fun and go back and we order some pizza, and that's usually how it rolls there. Were you at uh, the University of North Dakota? I know this is a little bit off topic, but were you at uh, North Dakota when the women's hockey team got shut down and yes. all that went down? How, how, how did that go down on campus? I know that that was a huge thing because their women's team was one of the top teams in the country along like with Wisconsin and Minnesota year after year. So I, I was just curious how that was like being out there. I know their hockey out there is their bread and butter, like their pride you talking about like how their hockey players are basically professionals walking around that, like that's how it is out there. Like they love their hockey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, I think my freshman year was the first year that it got cut. Um, so a couple sports got cut, baseball got cut. Um, but I didn't really, you know, I was kind of just in the team and I didn't really hear much about, about the reactions to it that much. I know it was, it was a bummer. Um, and, but I think people kind of just threw that off and uh, they're more worried about the name change because it's still fairly new. That was, that was a big thing that everyone complains about, but um, yeah, the hockey thing, that, that was definitely a bummer, but. The name change happening. What do you think that it should have, like, are you happy with the name change or do you think they should have kept it. Uh, you know, just b- based on the history, um, I think they should have kept it. Um, the circumstances that, that went into changing it were ridiculous. Um, I think, yeah, 50 tribes voted or something, and, and one said no, and they had to change it. I, have, I don't know how it really went, but, but I think for me, I just I really didn't care, honestly. Fighting Hawk, fighting Sue really mattered to me. Um, but I know if you go to a hockey, it's still Sue no matter what. So um, they they still. Oh yeah, their jersey, there. their jerseys were filthy, and like all the all their locker room and stuff. Did you guys have a facility like the hockey team to like work out and stuff? Like, did you share that, or did you guys have your own facility to work out and stuff? Yeah, so um, I you brought that. Up. So. I think a year or two before I went there, um, they just built the HPC, the Center, which it's it's a 300 meter indoor track purposes, but it's it's the same surface as they use at the Olympics. Um, it's it's a 30 million dollar facility. It's it's probably the indoor track in the nation. So we got really lucky on that. Um, on you know. You know, if you ever look it up, it's just a gorgeous facility. They're they're still they're still working on it. Um, they're tearing down. There's an outdoor football field next door. They're tearing that down and building on the locker rooms, weight rooms, everything. So it's still in the. Though when I was there, it's fairly new. Um, wasn't much done, to, but yeah, it's a gorgeous facility. You know, we had we had everything we needed to really. Explore, so. So kind of sticking with facilities, you've been kind of around the country to a lot of different D1 meets. 
what was your favorite facility to compete in either indoor or outdoor or if you want to give one of each yeah um so yeah i mean we traveled we traveled everywhere in the nation to myrtle beach long beach california you know all over the place um i think outdoors wise my favorite was idaho state um i think it was it was pretty just gorgeous out there rolling hills and and the facility was super nice um I'd say indoors, the facility itself at uh, Flagstaff NAU, um, the facility itself wasn't the best, um, but just just being up there in the mountains competing, that, that was just amazing. You know, I never never saw myself being to that, you know, at that point, um, traveling and just being up in them snowy mountains, and that was pretty awesome. Talking about traveling, going all over for – um track and stuff did you guys buses pjs um did you guys get there early to adjust the elevation stuff like that or was it kind of just all right school's over on friday hop on the bus and we're gonna head over and and do the meet like how how was that uh yeah that's like i said that's why school was hard there um we we flew everywhere uh and we'd, we'd miss a lot of class you know we'd get get there so you could have a shakeout day from your jet lag or whatever um yeah, we'd, we'd have a day to just relax and kind of you know do a little bit of a workout and then compete the next day but yeah we'd fly and i like one time uh i had to meet in azusa i was doing a decathlon in california um you know against against some pretty crazy guys like zach zamek took six in the olympics you know i was a pretty elite company there um yeah, our, our plane got got delayed in Grand Forks for quite a while. So um, we got there three in the morning, I'd say, and we were supposed. To, I was supposed to have a shakeout day, you know, that night. But I didn't really get to do that. So we got there at three in the morning, woke up, drank a Red Bull, and was competing by eight o'clock. And sometimes it's rough like that, uh, depending on how how it goes. But usually, yeah, you get it. You get some time, and it's a lot of time off of school. So then when the event wraps up, are you guys heading right to the airport and heading right back home? Or if you guys do well and win, do you guys get to party in the city that you're in? Do like they let you go out, that type of thing? Or is it strictly track and back? Uh no, they're pretty um so like like the meet in uh meet in Sacramento we went to. Um you know, we competed and after the meet got done. Uh, we kind of just was, we just relaxed and, you know, a couple of my, my buddies and I were, we were just hanging out in the room or whatever and woke up in the morning. Then we went down the old town Sacramento and visited there. Basically just took a day to, to enjoy it. Um, instead of having to worry about track. Yeah. Usually, usually we get some time to relax and, and hang out. That means nice. That's nice. Like uh, my buddy that we had on uh, that played for the University of Wisconsin, he's basically said that after that they were done, unless they were like in Alaska or something, it was instantly right right to the plane and heading right back to school. Yeah, that that would be rough, honestly. I mean, that's you gotta have. Some, I feel like you have to have some kind of enjoyment um, into it. I, you know, you're, you're traveling all around the around the nation, and uh, I just feel like 
letting us kind of see it instead of just going to the track and back, just letting us see the areas. Cause I think that that's really cool, honestly, for us to be able to do that. Oh yeah, absolutely. You, a lot of people don't get, a lot of people don't even end up leaving the state that they're in probably for most of their life. So I, I could like all of us can even say sports has gotten us to see a lot of cool places that we probably wouldn't have had the opportunity to see or experience if we weren't involved in sports. So that's, yeah, that's really cool that they gave you the time to soak that in. That's, that's really neat. Like, especially you're still growing up, you know, like when you're in college, you're still growing up and figuring out who you are and stuff like that. So it's really cool to get in seeing all these different places and experiencing a lot of different things. And I think that's really, really cool that the university allows you guys to do something like that. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I feel like, yeah, it me, it really made me think like of possible places I want to live someday. Um, but honestly, I'm probably going to be here in Wisconsin the rest of my life, but, uh, but yeah, it was just, it was cool to see those, those different cultures and different just landscapes and everything, you know, it's re- really cool sites. So, so kind of with trip, I guess track being the sport that it is, you have hockey where at the high school level, you go into college juniors, the AHL to the NHL football, it's college and you work to the NFL, NBA, G league to the NBA track. It goes high school, college, and then there's not really like a next step unless you're talking Olympics. That's kind of like really, I guess the next like big step. So for you, I guess, at the collegiate level right now, is that something that you ever like saw yourself doing or ever tried to train for? Um, I guess what's kind of your next step, if that's something you've thought about from this this spot on? Yeah, um, definitely uh, in my, my earlier days, you know, coming into college, that's something that I do. Um, and I think, I think I am capable of doing it with training and everything um you know i was i was with with my abilities um that you know that's something i could work for but uh my body just at this point in my life i can't handle it you know i'm can't say i'm washed up right now uh, but just my body is kind of falling apart um just from years of doing it especially doing the multi and and everything. So I think just, just to save myself uh, for the rest of my, I think, you know, college is going to be my, my end in track and field, but hopefully I can, I can live in coaching. You know, I want to coach track. Um, I think that's, that's the path. So. You're talking about injuries. What type of injuries and stuff are you experiencing or have you dealt with to, be at the spot that you're at. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, just being my height, uh, my knees have always been an issue. Um, tendonitis, it's, it's gotten really, really bad. Um, had to do a lot of rehab. A lot of my, my cartilage and my knees are wearing away. Um, and just a lot of just uh, wear and tear, I guess. I haven't had anything really significant and like no torn ACLs or anything, but just a lot of, you know, my hamstrings lock up, my knees hurt, my ankles hurt, back hurts, that type of thing. And it's just, it's just wear and tear type of stuff. 
kind of, I guess, going take it like going back like a minute you had mentioned like getting into coaching it's funny you mentioned that because actually mr kaufman had reached out to me a couple weeks back hey you still in the area we're looking for a head track coach i'm like oh damn i'm like if i was in the area i still would be i know you're in ripon right now so it'd be a hike for you but um i guess if you find yourself back in the area hit up mr kaufman they're looking for a head track coach <laughs> yeah. yeah he messaged me too i was like ah, i can't be the head track coach but I'll, I'll try to stop up and uh maybe help out, but yeah, that would have been a cool job to have. I, I coached Coleman track, uh, uh, 2019, I think I was assistant coach there. Um, and basically, basically ran the team. I'll be honest. I don't know how long I'm going to watch this, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. I know. I mean, obviously growing up with, with kind of that program with my senior year, we had like eight guys on the team, 10, if you counted uh, Gunner and Blanchard coming over from baseball once in a while. So it's kind of interesting. Just like some people are like, wow, we have that many people in one event. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's our entire team. Um, so kind of going back to, I guess, going back to that high school level to kind of, I guess, shine some light on really what you and Gunner did your junior and senior year if you want to kind of talk about that as far as really putting Coleman track on the map and finally getting rid of those jerseys from the 1970s. Yeah. Uh, very true. Um, yeah. Uh, obviously Coleman's never been, never been more than a once in a while conference champ back in the nineties. Uh, but I think just, I mean, CJ and you really set the tone. Um, you know, I give you guys a lot of credit for me taking it seriously because I saw what you guys were doing and, you know, I wanted to, I wanted to do that. So, so yeah, pr pretty much the whole team. I mean, there really is no team. There's just, you know, I think six guys, my junior year, um, miles and a couple other kids. I don't, don't remember at least, but, uh, yeah, just I think we took fifth or sixth at conference um, at the MNO just because it we it it uh all the other kids in, in other schools it just overpowers us, but um just that aspect, just being small, being the underdogs, and just being a nobody, you know, it really felt good. Gunner and I came out um, at eight meet where everything kind of weeds out where there's like one, one, two, three, whatever kids in, in from each school at the state meet represent or whatever. And Gunner and I just, just really popped off in our events. Um, you know, for me, I, I scored 34 points my junior year. I took uh, first in the one tens, first in the high jump, second in the 300 hurdles and third in the disc. Uh, so that really, that really set the tone and to give credit you know, a lot of credit to Gunner. You know, he he never he was you know, had to do baseball or whatever. Um, I think I think he would have done much better if he focused on on the track. But just his natural abilities and track and field, it really really set the tone. And it you know he scored he scored his points. And without that, we wouldn't have won. But uh, yeah, just the two of us that that was something incredible for sure. And that's something I'll never forget. Yeah, I know looking at like the papers and stuff of like Coleman winning their first meet, looking at the podium, like second place, third place, you have 
10 to 20 people standing around it. And there's two guys alone holding a trophy on the top of the podium. And I think Sweat had mentioned last time I talked to him, he like was talking about it or whatever. And he said that they're when they were waiting to do like the trophy ceremony, they're like, where's the rest of your team? They're like, because they just saw the two of you. They're like, where's the rest of your team? We need them here to do the trophy ceremony. Like, this is it. It's just the two of us. So it's just like, oh, it's just it's, it's funny to hear that story. So you said you had yeah, six sure. guys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you're good. Yeah. Oh, I was about to say. So you had six guys on your track team when you were in high school? Yeah, uh, pretty sure the junior year it was it was about six guys. Um, trying to think. Well, basically, I mean, we had a couple, you know, couple throwers and 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 other guys, but the ones I remember it was basically well, Gunner he would, he would come by and uh, and then Miles Kremsrader, who who I think, you know, as a as a teammate, Colin knows him. He, he's a, he's a super good guy. He's, you know, he came came to track state with uh, with us. I think Colin, you're seeing. Um, yeah, it's always a tradition. Right? Yeah, to like bring a freshman. We ended up bringing him freshman and sophomore year just because we liked him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I I think I brought on the rest rest of my time. Um, he he really I you know, you know that that was a big deal to me. I. Don't want to take credit, but I think just the fact that that we brought him down, we showed him what he should work for, and he really fell in love with the sport. And he, you know, you know, he went to state his senior year, and now he's he's doing collegiate track and field. Um, yeah, just talking about teammates, I definitely want to want to give a lot of credit to Miles. We had our backs, and and uh, it was just super good to have around. For sure. <laughs> Do you think only having the six guys is what mainly made you a multi-event person where, say, you went to a school like where I went to school, uh, D.C. Everest, and then I transferred down to Chicago when I played hockey and graduated my senior year. But the track teams had, like, over probably 100 kids on it. And there's probably 20 kids running, you know, the 100 meter, doing all these different events where you really only get to focus on one, maybe two, instead of the four, five, or six, whatever you were doing for for your team. Do you think that was a main reason why you are or had to um, do multiple events was because there wasn't the kids to do it? Uh, I don't really think so. Um, I think just, you know, the decathlon is something that I really thought I could do. Um, I'm just well-rounded in field, I guess, you know, kind of like, like my brothers, you know, very good shot putter, discus store and column too. And they, that's, they did, but, you know, I could have specialized in just one event and that's what I did my sophomore year. I just, just really did the uh, high jump. And then just after that, you know, I think it's not because I had, had to fill in or try to score more points. I just, I just, I wanted to, I wanted to do more. And then I just wanted to do, do the multi. I think at a bigger school, um, they actually have high school multis. Um, and I think, I think I would have still have done that anywhere else. Yeah. I know kind of, I guess going off of that, we're like, I don't know, at least my freshman and sophomore year, we're always like, cause you could do up to four events in a meet. And so uh, the shot and disc were always two right away. 
And given the lack of people we always had, the uh, coaches are always like, oh, they should try this, try that and stuff. So I, I'd end up doing, I think my freshman year, I did like the 200 and triple jump. And then my sophomore year, I did like the mile relay and the two mile relay, maybe. Um, but yeah, it, it was kind of one of those points where got, going into junior year, I was like, um, at least talking to sweat. I know some of the other coaches were always like, Oh, you got to do other stuff. It's like, no, it's like, I just want to focus on throwing. It's like, look at me. Like I'm not a fucking runner. And then, um, I guess what they, I can't remember what meet it was at. It might've been Shano. I think it was Shano, the Waitman's relay. And I guess for those watching, it's basically a four by one relay. So four people run a hundred meters catch is you all have to throw had to have thrown that day. So given Josh doing discus, I did shot and discus, CJ did shot and discus, and we ended up having Gunner throw shot that day, which I think he ended up placing. I think he got like seventh or eighth, which was like, he's like, I never thrown shot, but if I remember correctly, did wasn't our four by one time faster than the men's actual four by one time that day? Yeah, it, I'm pretty sure it was. I know we broke some type of record. Um, like, cause I mean, you look at Gunner, the, the the dude's extremely fast, you know, in high school, he was, you know, he took, took second at state in the hundred meter. Um, you know, I'm, I'd say I'm a pretty fast guy. Uh, you know, I'm down, down around right now, about 11 second, 100. And then you and CJ, just cause you're big guys, you guys, are, you guys can move. Um, especially then you guys, you guys could move back then. So yeah, we, we should have uh, just entered in the regular four by one. We probably could have took, took a gold home in that. Yeah. No kidding. So you mentioned that you're at Ripon now. Um, what what involved that transfer from North Dakota um, back to Ripon? Yeah. Uh, so kind of going back to the track and field as a job thing, uh, school got pretty rough for me out there. Um, I was just having a hard time really balancing everything. And so I took a year off of school uh kind of you know I was I was some TC classes and stuff last year and took a year off a of track and you know whatever and I started uh started land surveying um up in Cribbits and you know I kind of fell in love with that um and that's what I want to that's what I want to do for the rest of my life land survey civil engineer um but I kind of it just got to the point where I just really missed track and field um I really wanted to, to do it again and uh, also, I guess, finish my degree. Um, so I, I was chatting up with Miles, uh, who goes here also, and uh, he does track here and, and kind of just talked me into, you know, coming back and finishing my last year of track and field, last year of school. And, and uh, you know, I'm at the D3 level now, but, but it's definitely super hard this year taking that time off of track and field and not really doing anything. Um, it's, it's been rough getting back into it. Hopefully next year with some hard work, I'll be back to where I was and, you know, at the division three level, hopefully I'll be doing some big things and can give my brother some crap about being an all American. Um, so 
obviously we've been talking pretty much track for the last half hour. I guess if track didn't work out the way it did, what other sports would you have considered pursuing? Uh, football for sure. Um, you know, I think we got, we got gypped in high school. Uh, just, just the way we ran our football team. Um, I love, I mean, I love football for Coleman. You know, we had a great team. I love the coaches, but some, some parts that, that weren't the best. Uh, Cause like, you know, you look at Gunner and I, Gunner and I being utilized as wide outs, um, we would have been unstoppable, but we didn't, we didn't really have the personnel on our team to be able to do that. So so I didn't get the most looks in football, but I think that's something I really could have been that if, you know, if I had the chance in high school to, to, you know, get thrown. Um, but that's no big deal. So <laughs> you know, track worked out. So. Did you ever think of playing basketball with your size? Like, were you, <laughs> were you six, eight, excuse me. Were you six, eight in high school? Like if, did you ever think about just playing basketball and you doing the high jump? Just, you could win a state championship yourself. Just dunking the ball on kids. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's, I was always tall in high school, you know, pretty sure my driver's license I still have for my senior year says six, six. Um, <laughs> Uh, but I think I could have really been good at it. I was a class hero when it came to basketball, you know, I went off, but just going to call from the family that I'm from, you know, having the last name Pillith, I, I, and that's, you know, but honestly, looking back, um, super happy that I wrestled instead of, instead of playing basketball because, you know, the lessons in life, it taught me hard work. And, and just, and, you know, at this point, it's not, not walk around at night anymore. Cause I know what the hell I'm doing, you know, when it comes to that. Yeah. And especially, I guess with your, Austin, your question with Coleman basketball, that's where a lot of our athletes gravitated towards for, I guess, from football, but they, I, at least I remember, we were, it was even my junior, senior year. They had won like two games that year. And it was like a big deal. Cause usually they'd either not win a game or they'd win like one game and like one easier the junior senior year, they won two. So like our basketball program was a shit show. And yeah, but I know, were any of them six, six though. And that could uh, jump and dunk. Some of them were tall. I mean, like, our <laughs> like, I remember like Blake Margus, our quarterback, he was over six foot. But I'm just Blaine. saying, was he an athlete like Joshua's? Like, clearly, oh, no. this kid's an athlete. So I'm just saying, he could have dominated himself in basketball like that. Like, even in, like, how you said football, how, like, you wish you were utilized more as, like, a wide receiver slash tight end. Anybody can get the ball, see the, one of the tallest guys out there, and just chuck it up and pray. And you just go up being the athlete. That's what high school is all about. The better athlete wins in high school every time. Like, there's the, the hard work and all the off-ice stuff. None of that matters really in high school. That's where, like, the college, then that next level where all that the off-ice and the training and the eating and all that stuff really makes a big deal. So somebody could have just handed you the rock and just let you go. Yeah. That's especially in the, in the conference that, that we were in, 
uh, we're Marinette Coney, O'Connell Coney. It's it, there's not very many big people, I guess, and uh, just just our size, like like uh, Donovan Seleski, Gunner Pats, myself, Colin, CJ. We're just we're large human beings, honestly, for for high school athletes, or we were, I guess. But yeah, I think if I think if we were utilized better, we we would have been unstoppable. For sure. And even at like the tight end level, because I know I I was always a tackle next to CJ. But like <clears throat> if I was at a bigger school, like I was six feet tall, 180, 190 pounds, that's like a tight end size. Like that's not a tackle. You go to like especially once you like get into the playoffs and you you remember that as well as where 40 to nothing, 50 to nothing, 60 to nothing all season against our conference. And we get to the playoffs and then, oh shit, that dude's six, six, 250 pounds, but there's six of them on the line. And it's just like, when you got Coleman and everybody's like, again, like you being the biggest guy in the team and me usually being the second, third biggest guy in the team. It's like, I should like, like you said, it would have been different if we were all utilized in the correct way. But I mean, every football game yeah. started Bronson one thirty one or two thirty two trap. It was either one. It was that was literally it. He literally advertised it. It was either going one hole or two hole for the first play of the game. And the only time we ran pass plays was a waggle on third and eighteen because we got a holding call or play blew up and nobody knew how to run routes because we never practiced them and. It was just, yeah, it was a shit show, but like you said, gut, like Coleman football was fun for what it was, but yeah. And then I mentioned before, uh, if you had any stories about getting after it and you didn't in North Dakota, do you have any from down and ripping there, ripping it up downtown? Uh, not here. I, I've been, I've been pretty uh, relaxed down here and haven't been doing much on the weekends, honestly, but. I say this past, I've, I've gone out a lot in Green Bay and, you know, I've had a lot of fun, fun at, at various bars. Um, but I don't know. I just, I'm more of the type type of guy to, to drink a porter and play cod out of the times. Um, but that's, that's what I've been really, really doing on the weekends here. Um, so I just kind of, one of the last questions here, just kind of a fun thing. Um, obviously being growing up from North of green Bay, we've always been Packers fans with the draft coming up. Um, I'll have been following it a whole, a whole lot with like who's coming in and stuff like that. But who do you, what do you see the Packers doing with the draft this year? Yeah, I guess I don't really follow it that much, but just need to get Rodgers some, uh, Rodgers some guys, honestly. You know, I feel like our our defense is 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 okay. It kind of sucked last year, but but uh, yeah, just, just getting Rodgers some more more help is the big thing I'd say. But I don't I don't know too much about it. I just kind of watch and drink more beer than watch. But <laughs> I'm, I'm that kind of Packer fan. Yeah, there's a there's a rumor going around right now that Packers potentially are shopping Jordan Love their first round pick, the second and potential fourth for the Patriots 15th pick to potentially go get someone. So do you, would you be happy to see us let love go and secure Rogers for 
the rest of his career? Yeah, I think, well, having Rodgers finish out Green Bay would be nice. But I just, I don't see where, you know, watching Love, I don't really fits in in Green Bay. Um, but I'm not sure what they're going to do at, at quarterback once Rodgers leaves. But maybe maybe Minshew Madness will, will step up to Green Bay. I'd like that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Not, not too sure. Yeah, I mean, that's all the questions I had. Austin, I don't know if you have any more before we let him go. Um, yeah, just one more. If there was any, like, <clears throat> I know North Dakota and Wisconsin are the two schools that offer you, but say you had offers to every single school in the country, would you have still went to North Dakota and had Wisconsin as your number two? Or was would, was there another place on your list that it would have been like, oh, my God, this school is like the – is there anything like that? Oh, uh, I don't know, really. Uh, I guess uh, looking back at it, I will change my decision just from the friends that I've made, um, long friends. So, you know, so look, at it, I, I'm, I'm, I'm really happy that I chose North Dakota and work out fully there. Um, I still am that I was there a couple of years. You know, I really made a lot of good connections and, and, uh, and that's, that's all that matters to me. Yeah, absolutely. The sports world is a tight knit community and those connections are important all throughout life. You never, you'll never know when you may, Oh, I know a guy that, you know what I mean? <laughs> those connections are huge. Just like you right. said, it's amazing meeting all the people that you got yeah. to meet and well, but yeah, thank thanks for coming on, man. We really appreciate you giving up however long this has been. Probably like what an hour, forty five minutes, forty five minutes. Yeah, no, I appreciate it, guys. This, this was good. Good to, to reminisce on on all those good times. Honestly, for sure. Well, take care. Hopefully, we'll cross paths soon in the future. Actually, moving back over the area, moving to Fond du Lac next month. So I'll be actually Fond du Lac and Ripon or a hop skip and jump from each other so maybe yeah. we'll have to come visit sometime and maybe come watch you compete or something yeah for sure that'd be awesome sounds good well you take care man yeah thanks take care